Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are in the studio today. We have the one and only very good friend of mine. Everybody knows him here in Southwest Florida. I know they do. Uh, Patrick Dearborn. Patrick Dearborn. What What are you thinking right now about the studio, the whole thing? This is you. Wow. All I can say is, man, I'm going to tell you right now, it's good to have rich friends like you, buddy. This thing is living large in here. I'm blown away by your office. This podcast, I've been in many podcast studios. This is phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, pretty we're, cool. Glad, we're glad to have you. And, and we've known each other for a long time doing some real estate stuff. But just, you know, within the last year and a half or so, um, you know, I'm running a campaign. Um, but this is about you today. But you are really, really involved in, in some of the things you post and some of the things you say about Naples in general. Let's talk a little bit about Freedom Town USA and why you know what's the the big drive and pride behind you with that? Obviously, I'm I'm with you. Of course, you are. You're all in. That's why I'm yeah. all. That's why we're all in with you, man. Tim Giraffe for Cuyahoga County Supervisor of Elections. All, elections coming up here in August, and I am look, man. It, I'm actually here for one reason. Um, I get asked to do podcast shows all the time, and I've been blessed to do some of the greatest ones with Alfie at the Table, Patriot Talk Shows, Brendan Leslie. Um, unfiltered shows, Brendan Leslie, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm here today because you know, as I told you from day one, I stand with you. Um, I think in my history, I've only donned on, let's see, I think I've worn a Byron Donald shirt. I've worn a Dan Kowal for county commissioner. Yes, shirt. great people. I've worn a Byron Donald shirt for, for Congress. Dan Kowal, county commissioner. Chris Hall for county commissioner. Uh, Tim Mogier, school board. Jerry Rutherford, school board. And I wore uh, Bill McDaniel for Cuyahoga County Commissioner, and a Rick LaCastro shirt. So this is the seventh shirt I've ever put on, and I'm just going to be honest with you, not trying to brag or be cocky. I think I'm undefeated. So hopefully that's going to translate here. I know it's going to translate in August that you're going to be, our county will be that much better to have common sense, honest, integrity-driven leadership. And one of the most important positions, I mean, I talk to Alfie and public leaders all the time, that Cuyahoga County Supervisor Elections is a no-joke job. We need that job. The world we live in with all the cheating and all the things going on, now you got AI coming up. These elections are not like your mom and dad's and grandpa and grandma's elections anymore. we got to really keep a good eye on it to make sure that we do the right things and that honesty and integrity remain at the top and we keep Freedom Town USA, Freedom Town USA. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the things I, you know, I'm, I'm running on, right? So, again podcast for you but a little bit of information about me my background is you know with the military law enforcement for 31 years chief of operations working with you know several people in the community we have to be proactive i mean there's no doubt right now we have outside forces influences things that are going to come into that supervisor elections office you have to have somebody there that understands the threats it's not business as usual it's not a uh, situation where we can just kind of get through it. There's going to be a lot of things. And, and I'm, I'm sure you're aware on November 7th, the last election in 2000, uh, just in 23, there were 27 different offices that were actually 
had some form of attack, whether it be white powder substance, fentanyl in five different states. So that's going to be a way that these folks are going to try to cripple. Yeah. Uh, the bad actors are going to try to cripple our elections. They're going to try to shut them down. How about technology-wise? I mean, they can infiltrate websites. Yeah. They can infiltrate our back office. They can infiltrate <laughs> Cuyahoga County. Look, Alfie's a dear friend, as you know. <clears throat> and I'm going to get Alfie to come around for you. Don't you worry about that. We're going to have your signs up and see the table, um, or they can pry it from my dead cold fingers. But, uh, <laughs> I was just talking to Alfie before I came in. He's a great guy, and he really has his heart, his heart to set on trying to keep our town um, free, trying to keep our town conservative, just common sense. You know, I almost feel like it's no more, it's no longer Republican and Democrat. It's, it's not about labels. It's, it's really about good versus evil. Who really likes America and who wants to see the self-destruction of America. We're blessed to live down here in, in Cuyahoga County in Southwest Florida, because we're blessed to live. And I think really one of the most well-governed conservative governed places in America. And God forbid things keep getting crazy. We got what's going on right now in Texas. Local elections, who your state leaders, your county leaders are, matters. Um, and we're seeing now the federal government and the state of Texas going eye to yeah, eye. trying to. And who's going to blink first? That. And look, I know you and I agree wholeheartedly, like everybody else does. Any real American knows that the Constitution clearly states that states have the right to protect themselves from invasion. We are being invaded at that border. I was glad to see um, our governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and 26 other states have now joined and pledged support, supplies, and even more National Guardsmen to the aid of Texas in this crisis. Um, Kevin Rambosk and I talked today. Sheriff Rambosk, you're a former boss, great friend of mine. He's a freedom fighter. He's a patriot. We're blessed to have him as our sheriff and Jim Bloom, our undersheriff. And Kevin and I talked today, and I know he's going up to a big uh, meeting up in D.C. next weekend. The sheriffs are all getting together. Sheriff's conference, out. I believe. We, we have to get together to stop this invasion of our borders. It's gotten past the point of uh, political. It's gotten past the point of um, who you like and who I like. It's a point of let's save our country. So getting back to that, talking about our elections, it's so nerve wracking that, you know, Alfie Oates has told me before in previous elections, even in this county, we had votes that weren't counted. We had votes that may not have shown up or we had votes that did not belong. Now, it didn't affect our elections overall, but fraud is fraud. Election integrity means every vote that should count counts. And anybody who's not allowed to vote should not be allowed to vote. And I know at the bottom of my heart, we've had many heart-to-heart uh, -heart talks. You, Tim Jarrett, are the man for the job. And um, like I said, man, I wouldn't wear your shirt around town. I wouldn't stand arm-in-arm -arm with you if I didn't believe in you wholeheartedly. And everybody that's with me and my group, believes in you wholeheartedly too. I'm actually looking forward to us. Uh, we don't have a date set yet, but I'm excited about doing our next event, maybe at the Alamo or see the table or food and thought too in support of your campaign, man, because we have got to get you elected. We've got to get that done in August. We've got to make uh, um, some changes down at our city of Naples, city council and mayor. And I think we're pretty good right now. County commissioner wise. I think we're good. we got some great guys elected. One of your fellow um, veterans and fellow uh, retired Cairo County Sheriffs as well, Dan Kowal, uh, him and Chris Hall, Rick LaCastro. Um, they're doing a great job. Bill McDaniel, they're doing a great job down there. So um, we're on the right track. We got to get you elected. We got to do some, a couple more things with school board. And then I may be able to sleep easy at night, but right now I can't sleep easy until we get you elected in August. Thank you. Yeah. You yes, know, sir. it's a critical position. And I think it's a, a situation right now where, and I know it has been a little bit contentious with the supervisor elections office in the past because several people have come to me and said, hey, 
Tim, we really think you'd be ideal for this position. And I, you know, I've done some research over the last three or four years. And I said, Hey, I, I, that position fits me perfect because it's not going to be a situation where it's going to be us versus them. Right. It's going to be Pat Dearborn calls me, uh, Alfie Oaks calls me, anybody Whoever calls, calls me, all of me on the phone and says, listen, we've got some concerns. What, can we do to verify let's verify the elections the current law allows us uh to verify uh certify right now has to be done with the machine we're going to look into that we're going to take a deep dive i want to bring a, a supervisor of elections advisory group together yeah. um obviously folks like yourself are welcome to be on that group let's get alfie and, and, yeah I, and, I, I nominate alfie and, right and, now and we that. bring we want to bring people together because i think the wall has been up for so long and it's basically a situation like Hey, this is how we do it. Why are you questioning how we do things? That's that's unacceptable. Yeah. And, and again, just one of those things. But again, Freedom Town USA here in Naples. We're so proud. Uh, do you do you feel like we honestly live in a, a a bubble? I know you travel a lot. I travel a lot. We come. I come back to Naples. And I'm like, you know, we we we're it. We're there. We we we're blessed. Um, it ain't perfect, right? We got issues like everybody else. Now we're dealing with traffic. We're dealing with the great news is because you and I are both also in real estate for many years and we've done deals together. Man, I love working with you. That's where I saw that integrity and the way you do things honestly um and forthright up front and personal as we did business together. That's why as soon as you came to me and said, Hey man, I'd like your support, I'm like, buddy, I'm all in. Um, we are blessed to live in, I think, the freest um the freest and most common sense governed area probably in the country. You know, we're in the greatest state. And then I think even within the state of Florida, we're in the greatest county. And no disrespect, Lee County's right there too, Southwest Florida. So we're just blessed to live here. I truly do believe in the bottom of my heart that every day here's a blessing. Um, the sun's starting to come back out. We got to figure out that uh, the good news was that everybody in the country wanted to move here to uh, Freedom Town, USA. The bad news is everybody wanted to move here to Freedom Town, USA. So we got some road issues. We got some traffic <laughs> issues. We got some affordable housing issues. But I can tell you, that's why, again, I come back to it's who you elect and who you support matters. And I want to see things stay great here in our county. I don't want to make them great again. We already are great. I want to keep them great. Like that. And I want, and I, and I know the bottom of my heart. And so I'll, all my friends and my supporters and my coworkers, we believe wholeheartedly that you, as our next Cuyahoga County Supervisor elections, is the next step towards keeping us great. I appreciate that. Yes, I sir. appreciate that. Yes, sir. Now, let me talk a little bit about your experience. You know, you're we're both veterans. You're an Army veteran. I, I can't say I'm 82nd what Airborne. Brand, what branch did you serve in? Uh, I was in the Air Force. I, I kept you. I kept you. Uh, you know, guarded from from the air. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine one time in the Air Force tell me that man, it was hell. One time he ordered a steak medium well, and it came back medium rare. <laughs> That's about it. You know, I didn't realize I, when I would go to Germany, I didn't realize that when I went to the chow hall, because every we go to the chow hall, you know, we got to order whatever we wanted. You know, <laughs> the, the egg we wanted, give me an omelet. What? We'd sit down, and then they'd come and take care of our you know, table. And these Army guys would come in, and be like, we'd be like, thanks. Hey, I appreciate you guys uh, keeping us safe out there, you know, but. Yeah, we we yeah we had a good time. Air Force was good. Tell us hey, how, did, how, did, how did your Air military Force. shape shape your shape your uh, basically your life and what you're doing now? Yeah, man. So look, all, all joking aside, brother, we talked and we made jokes. Army <laughs> guys always it. army we, guys always bust on the Air ASVAB Force. Test. Exactly, Air Force guys bust on the Navy guys. Um, everybody busts on the Marines. 
Um, look, serving a call to serve is a call to serve. You've done your whole life from the military to being a, a law enforcement officer here and keeping us safe here. Um, the army was a great experience, man. Went right out of high school and used that to catapult myself to college, army college fund GI bill. So just, a, just, just again, another great thing. I felt like if I had my way, I think everybody should serve. I know Israel does like a two year deal. Um, it'd be, it'd be, a, it wouldn't be a bad thing if everybody had to serve a year or two years in one of the branches of our armed forces, um, just to give them a taste of what it's like to serve. But man, thank you for your service. I know I bust on you for being Air Force fan, but it's awesome. Because I know we, yeah, I know, I know what we did. Do you, I jumped out of airplane flown by the Air Force. Yeah, I know. Pope Air Force yeah. Base. Hey, go. Where would you be if you weren't, if you didn't go in the military? What do you think? You'd well, be if doing? I hadn't jumped out of airplanes, um, I wouldn't have back <laughs> issues, and I'd probably be about six foot four. Um, I'm six foot one and a half now. I'm shrinking daily. Yeah. Um, but um, what would I've been doing? I know what I, I would have been a little bit lost. Um, Probably. I was one of those kids in high school, uh, had great parenting, uh, strict parenting, um, but just was an underachiever and uh, very distracted with life. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, class clown, if you can believe that no, back yeah. in the day. And uh, the military snapped me right out of it and uh, helped me towards the path of becoming a man. That from being raised by my parents and then going in the service and, of course, having a relationship with God. Uh, th those three things got me on the right course. Um, it's been a few bumps in the road, but thanks be to God that we're still here. We're still standing air in our lungs and uh, we're still screaming at the top of our lungs, Freedom Town USA. So let's go. Love it. Yes, sir. And, and you're an elected official, which is unbelievable too, which is which is great. You, you really want to do things for your community. Fire commissioner for the Greater Naples Fire Rescue. And then you've also been on the planning commission yes, for Collier County. Yep. What drives you to do those things and what drove you into politics? Um, my wife's really happy I get really involved because I'm not around to bug her as much. So my <laughs> wife's super duper happy when I do that. Look, I'm just one of those guys. I I've got to be doing something. Um, you give me idle time, Pat Dearborn is going to get in trouble. So between real estate, I, there, there we do have some flexibility in our schedules, right? It's one of the greatest things I like, I like about real estate is we have right. flexibility. Right. And once my son was getting ready to graduate from high school, I was able to coach all those years. Um, some of the greatest memories of, of, of my life were coaching from Little League, all the different youth leagues here in town, from flag football to basketball to soccer to, of course, being an FBA and being blessed to be uh, on the staff there coaching middle school and high school. Great program in town. And um, when I knew that was coming to an end, I'm like, hey, I need something else to do. And uh, Georgia Hiller, who was our county yep. commissioner at the time, Very she well. appointed me. Um, I came to a bunch of meetings, was really involved, and and really wanted to see how the county worked. And she said, you'd be great as on the planning commission. So she nominated me for the planning commission. Uh, only one commissioner objected. That was Penny Taylor. I think she knew back then I was coming for her um, and helped Dan Kowal knock her out. So that was cool. Um, but it was a great experience to see how the county worked from an operational budget standpoint how things get approved. And it really gave me a real appreciation for our elected officials because um, you see how much time they have to spend serving the county, serving each citizen, listening to all the issues and questions and the gripes and the complaints. It's not a glamorous job. Whatever the county commissioners, whatever, the, whatever you're going to get paid when you get elected, whatever school board gets paid, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever it is, I have no idea. It ain't enough. Um, I didn't run for Greater Naples Fire Rescue for the money or the benefits or anything. I ran because there was an opportunity, and I was asked by several friends of mine that were firefighters. 
And by the way, for the record, God bless all of our yeah. today, right now. We, we got law. I mean, we got law enforcement right now um, out there today, putting their lives on the line, answering calls, keeping your kids safe at schools, keeping us safe here in Freedom Town, USA. So God bless them, and God bless our firefighters and EMS. Man, those guys, those men and women are brave. I see them operate. It has been a humbling and really cool experience being elected. Um, the fire commissioner for greater Naples, largest fire district in the state of Florida. And our district is larger than the state of Rhode Island. Yeah. Huge. Um, and we serve a lot of my fellows, our fellow citizens. So they do a phenomenal job. Um, I ran for that position being asked by a bunch of firefighters. They have budget issues. They have union stuff. They have, we need equipment. We need new stations. We got several of our stations got just destroyed during hurricane Ian. So they need a good guidance, good governance, common sense leadership, conservative leadership. So I said, I think I can fit that bill. So I was uh, blessed to run and blessed to get elected. I ran against an incumbent who was the longest standing incumbent in office. Um, Won't say his name, but uh, um, it it was a great experience to go through. Um, It wasn't an easy election either. Um, But I was the one thing I was most proud of wasn't by how many votes I won by was by how many firefighters came up to me and yeah. said, hey, man, we voted yeah. for you. Yeah. We voted for it. My family voted for you. So I don't want to let them down. So I think so far we're doing a good job. As our area grows, um, man, the cost to maintain and to keep us safe, whether it be Cuyahoga County Sheriff's, whether it be our firefighters, we have issues that we have to maintain X amount of service to provide for our for our county. And that's a bigger and bigger challenge as fast as we're growing. So um, there's budget constraints like everybody else. And I'm not a big uh, overspend guy, right? So I'm a fiscal conservative. So the challenge has been so far is how to really sharpen that pencil and still make sure we take care of the brave men and women that are our firefighters, our EMS, and the staff. And um, we're getting through that. I'm, I'm, I'm one year in so far. I love it way more than I thought. And uh, I'm excited about the next three years. Yeah, one of the things I noticed that you do in uh, – if you don't know, Patrick's very good at social media. He puts a lot of stuff out there. You, you do a great I don't job. I that, but you, you're you, putting, I, I don't have a studio. I don't, you, I don't have you, two, three, nine on sensors. You, you put it out there. So one thing I, I do notice that you do show so much appreciation for our, our men and women here in Collier County, whether yes, it be the fire, whether it be the police, uh, whether it be the EMS, what, whatever it might be. Even, you know, school teachers. I know yeah. you you go across the whole gamut of everybody. And, and I think I'm good at that too, but that effort that you do means so much to the men and women because I can tell you as as a person from inside working in law enforcement for as long as I did, when somebody from the public comes up to you, and it happens a lot here in Collier County, hey, thank you so much for your service. I mean, it can happen every day, and it never gets old. But by you doing that, we I want to thank you as well because we talked about it a little bit before this, and we're going to talk a little bit about the end. It's easy to stand on the sidelines and watch things and or just talk. talk about it. Yeah. yeah talk but trash. making it happen. Now you're, you're a, a super conservative Republican. I would say, I, I would dare to say ultra MAGA, ultra, ultra MAGA. And, uh, fill us in on the, the current situation right now. I mean, we all know that Donald Trump has moved on and, uh, not officially kind of yet, right? Nikki Haley's. Yeah, we still got that little little run you there. Gotta, you got a Nikki Haley you're running yeah, against too, yeah. man. They, they they should know better to drop out for the greater good. There's a saying, the greater good, right? So right, the greater good. If you really care about our county, um, it's okay to say, you know what? For the greater good, 
I'm going to step out of the way and throw my support. I can make that claim about somebody you're running against. Um, I can definitely make that claim against Rhino Nikki Haley, who is actually getting, she's getting Democratic votes in states like South money, Carolina. Money, big money. And Nikki, and, and New money. Hampshire, it was an open primary. So non-Republicans could vote and Trump still crushed her. So I just got back from Mar-a-Lago. Went to Mar-a-Lago for the first time, man. I got to meet Trump. Um, this is the third time I got to meet President Trump. And um, I love that guy. So my first time going to Mar-a-Lago was a jaw drop bucket list kind of a checkbox. And thank you to Marie and John for inviting me and my wife over there. But um, just got back last week and that was awesome. So yeah, I'm all on the Trump train. Um, I've gone head to head with people, um, close friends of mine that were thinking DeSantis and we've all seen how that worked out. And I, I want to give a shout out to our governor. He's a great governor. So thankful that he, for the greater he good, jumped in. He's in the ring. out of the way. And he said, you know what? We got bigger fish to fry and his time will come. Byron Donald's time will come. We got some great, younger, aggressive super conservative constitutional Americans that are going to be leading this party in the future. And I'm really excited about that. But in the meantime, we got a country to save and I'm praying that we can get some freedom town USA up there in Washington, DC. And I think the world of Byron, I mean, I know him, you know, to talk to briefly, not nearly, he said it, we were at a, a function with him and he said, listen, here's why I believe Donald Trump's the guy. Because from day one, and even before, he's he's making it. People are watching everything right now. We're doing. He says from day one, he can go in and he can get this thing back running in no time. Yep. So that's that's really. I mean, everybody else is going to have to you know build themselves up to a certain point. But Donald Trump was in there. Do we have any wars? No. Nope. Everybody. We, brought, knew, tro- we yeah. brought troops home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we brought troops home. Everybody knew. Hey. Probably not a good idea to mess with it. And I remember that the economy was rolling. The stock market was great. And I wasn't paying $4 for gas. But Tim, there was no mean tweet. So, and look, (laughs) I know he says things. It it isn't always the nicest, most liked guy in the room that gets the job done. I'm going to use a reference of General Patton. I'm a big history buff. I know you are too. General Patton was despised by the leadership in D.C. He was despised by other people that were more ass kissing in the military. He was despised and and thought to be a hard ass by his troops, but he got the job done. And those men and women that served under him would run through a brick wall for that guy. It isn't always the most politically correct guy that says all the nice things or girl. It's somebody that has the cojones to stand up and say enough's enough. This isn't a Republican or Democrat thing. This is light versus darkness. This is good versus evil. I want to save America. What Every day when I get fired up about stuff, I don't do it for me, man. I've had a great life. If, if America were to end the way Joe Biden is ramping us up in the next couple of years, I've had a great life. I'm going to go down swinging, but I, I, I will go. I, when, when my eyes are finally shut, I know, A, I'm going someplace better, right? I'm going to heaven. So I do believe in eternal life. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. I'm so far from perfect. I'm imperfect. I'm flawed. But my heart, I believe. Second thing is that, um, but I fight and I get fired up because of my grandkids, Luca and Amelia. I get fired up and want to fight and stand up and speak out and support candidates like you because of my son, Cooper. He's not even 21 yet. So for your kids, your grandkids, the kids, all the kids here in Cuyahoga County, the schools, um, 
That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why Alfie does what he does. That's why Byron's doing what he's doing. Byron's motivation and one of my dearest friends forever. That guy, I've said from day one, and I'm going to keep saying it, that Byron Donalds, I think next could be the governor of Florida and in the future be the president of the United States. And America would be so blessed to have that happen. Him and his wife, Erica, who, by the way, is the brains of the operation, are <laughs> phenomenal people. They're obviously longtime residents here in Cuyahoga County, Freedomtown, USA, and he's doing a great job. But I know what motivates him is he wants the same America and same opportunities he had for his kids, his three boys, right? And soon to be down the road, I'm sure grandkids too. So that's why we do it. That's why we fight. That's why we fight. Um, it's for the next generation. It's not fair for my grandkids to be able to grow up in America where they don't have the same opportunities. Um, so that's why, that's what gets me fired up in the, in, in, in the day. But I don't let that stuff, let's pause on politics for one second. I have taken a step back and I don't let that stuff, I don't live for politics. I don't live to get fired up at the news. I got a life. I got a job. I got a great family. I got great friends. I got my fire commission. I got great friends like you. I love getting involved in campaigns. But at the end of the day, man, I like to live my life, try to be the best version of me I can be. I know you're the same way. And be good to people. And if you do that, it's not karma. It's not whatever. It's just God blesses you back. And I got a whole book full of blessings that have been bestowed upon me. So I think I'm doing something right. And God knows my heart. Uh, to my friends out there that eat, sleep, and breathe all this stuff, I'm, I'm with you. I get fired up. Alfie Oates, I'm with you. I get fired up. But I don't let it run my life. I speak my mind. I say what I want to say. I try to do it in a positive way. And when you see future shows we're going to be doing, I think Alfie's going to try to bring back the Patriot show to see the table. I know Brendan Leslie's got some cool things working with uh, Florida's Voice Unfiltered. Um, whenever I'm blessed to be asked to be on these shows, I'm going to take a more positive approach. I can't stand Joe Biden, but let's talk about the positive things that are going on. Let's talk about what Tim Jurette's doing with Cuyahoga County Supervisor Elections. Let's talk about what Cuyahoga County School Board member Tim Mosier's doing and Jerry Rutherford fighting the good fight against the teachers unions and trying to keep critical race theory and inappropriate X-rated things out of our kids' school books. Let's talk about Dan Kowal and, and Rick LeCastro and Bill McDaniel and Chris Hall and how they voted to do the things we're doing now as a sanctuary city here in Cuyahoga County. Um, let's talk about how we can have an impact influencing and making sure we educate our kids, the next generation of, of, of law enforcement, the next generation of firefighters, cops, teachers, uh, lawyers, realtors, that they have a, a deep understanding and appreciation for our country's real history, the good, bad, and indifferent, not biased history or history that you think we need to omit some things and, and, and insert some things, the real true American history. And I think if we do that, I think we can see another groundswell of patriotism that I know runs through your veins, that runs through my veins. And that's what gets me fired up. And that's why I went in the service. That's why I chose to run for office. It was a little scary because my first thought was, what if I lose? Yeah. I don't, I don't like losing. Yeah. Um, for those that know I'm there me, with I don't you. I'm like there losing. with you. Um, you're going to win, Tim. And, and, and I'm telling you, you're going to win. Um, that's why I'm wearing the shirt, man. I'm undefeated. I'm wearing the shirt now. It's a done deal. August. Get ready. Love it. You know, you mentioned one thing that really hit home. It's the people, right? It's yeah. the people. When somebody comes up to you and says, I appreciate what you do. And I actually feel and look at those folks a little bit more than they look at me because I appreciate you and what you do. So 
the big thing I, I think, and this this has a, been a journey for me. I've been campaigning for almost a year. And the journey and not the destination, I kind of posted that the other day, kind of hit home because I am, I mean, you think you know people, you think you know everybody in the community, but there's so many new people that I've met and so many good people out there. And people, like you said, the people that come up and even the ones that are like, come up and say something outlandish, you know what? I I appreciate them because their passion is so high. We've been to a lot of meetings. Um, Some of the meetings we go to, you see a lot of passion in them, right? But guess what? They're not sitting at home on the couch no. bitching about it. They're at least trying They're to make some up. change. They're so, showing up. And, and, that, and, and that to me is is a big deal. And, yeah. and running for something has really opened my eyes. Yeah. And I think it's it's very important. So, you know, thank you for all that doing that. And you talked about balance. I think balance is a big thing, right? How do you balance it? Because you got to have a life and you can't let this take over because it can, it can take you down to, you know, some crazy paths if you yeah. let it. You know, you can toss and turn. Like, I mean, you watch that TV. I mean, you watch that iPhone. I mean, it's nonstop. It's nonstop negative. And that's what they want us to eat, sleep, and breathe is fear, uh, FOMO, right? Fear mm-hmm. of missing out. They want us to be jealous of everybody. And that's really the ultimate goal. I mean, you and I use social media as a tool. We don't let it absorb. It doesn't run our lives, but we use it as a tool. You use it for real estate. You use it to promote great things within the community, success stories. You use it for your campaign. To get the word out but it's like anything else there's so much good that can be had from those iphones and there's still good that you can watch from some news but overall man we've got to unplug and start actually having conversation with each other get back to the old days man sit out in our driveways talk with your neighbors go for a walk with your wife around the community we got the greatest weather in the country here especially the next four or five months, get outside, turn that TV off, get outside and go for a walk, hold your significant other's hands, walk your dogs, hug your kids, spend time with them, make them turn their phones off. You turn your phone off. You turn your TV off, turn off Netflix too, man. I like, I get sucked into binge watching these shows like Yellowstone and of course back in the day, <laughs> Sopranos. And yeah, but I, I got to live my life. I can't live my life watching nonstop binge watching shows. There's a whole world out there I got to get involved with. And it goes back to one thing you said earlier. You got to get off the sidelines and show up and get involved. Whether we agree or don't agree, I respect people that show up for meetings. I respect people that show up to volunteer. I respect people that show up. I'm going to throw out a name, Lois Bowen. Lois oh. Bowen is at every event. Her and Wayne. Amazing. POW, American hero, POW survivor. They show up you at everything and they volunteer. Um, you need to have him on your show, man. That'd be a he great is, show. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's been. Awesome. Yeah, he's, I, know I know they're big supporters. One, one, of, you, so. one of the best. Uh, his his story is, is a, you know, you're sitting across from him and you're just like amazed to be sitting in a room it with is. him. You know, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But yeah, so I, I got to ask you this question. Go ahead, brother. I see you working out, you're doing this stuff and. Did you just go once and like use a bunch of clips over and over? Do you actually do that every day? What's that? <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, I, it's, I laugh because I get up at like early in the morning. I'm yeah, up yeah. at like four or whatever. And I'm like, you I'll post, I post something me. and then Patrick me. like likes it. I'm like, you can't be up, dude. You cannot be up at that hour in the morning. And then I yeah. do it at like 12 o'clock at night. Yes. Yeah, so and I, you I, like I, it again. No, that's I'm not, like, no, that's I'm, not me at midnight. I'm that like, ain't me like it at midnight. You're, you're, what time do you go to bed? I normally go to bed 930. Yeah. And I wake up without an alarm clock. I haven't had an alarm clock in 30 years. So you go about 9.30? 9.30. Normally go to bed about 9. 
lay in bed, a little bit of sports center, a so little you, bit so of something. You sleep with the TV on? No, 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 just, 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 just have it on. Then I start getting a little sleepy, shut it off, and then we're definitely in bed by nine thirty. Asleep. That's good. Wake up four thirty-five every day. That's good. No That's alarm. Good. And and you tell us a little bit about like uh, your workout because I know you go to a couple well, different gyms and uh, you know I, I can't like I I love doing it but it's listen, like I do it for a while and then I listen, stop. And, you're looking pretty good, man. I, I, I look, told you these extra small shirts they, they the, work. The, the mediums work, but dude, for <laughs> listen, you're 67 years old, oh, so you're yeah, doing you're, pretty good. I'm catching up with you. <laughs> um, so a year ago, I was one year ago. Right now, I was about 40 pounds heavier. Really? And and I love snacks. I love eating. I love coming home. When I get stressed, my, my stress was not coming home and having alcohol. My stress was not coming home and, and, and smoking weed cookies coming home and either eating a bag of cookies or (laughs) my go-to was like whatever cereal was in the house. I'd eat six, seven bowls of cereal at eight 30 at night, then go to bed with all that milk and cereal. Makes you feel good. So when you start getting old, like me, um, and you start crossing over into quasi retirement age, you know, I'll never retire. You start looking at things health wise. And, um, I, I lost my birth mom, uh, passed away this fall and, um, and, and God rest her soul. What a sweet lady. Thank God. Um, I'm also an abortion. Speaking of my birth mom, I'm an abortion clinic survivor. I don't say that tongue in cheek. I don't say that to be cute. Um, my birth mom was pressured to go in and have me aborted back in 1968. And um, thanks be to God, wow. she went into the abortion clinic in D.C. Because back then you couldn't even get it in Maryland. You couldn't get it in most states. It was more back alley kind of stuff. And um, she said God talked to her and she had a panic attack and she got out. She was in the smock on the table. Amazing. I came this close to being just thrown into a trash can or wherever they do with the aborted fetuses. So um, I'm not here to tell anybody what any woman, I would never tell any woman, any girl what they choose to do with their bodies. Just like I told Joe Biden, ain't no one going to tell me when I'm going to stick and inject any kind of vaccine in my body. I'll do what I want to do, my body. But that story was unbelievable. But I looked at my birth mom and she had some health issues. And then I look at my mom and dad who adopted me when I was a baby, who are my parents. And they're still both alive up in North Carolina. They lived here in Freedom Town, USA for about eight years. It was awesome. Uh, they were kind of half here, half in North Carolina, but they're back up there in their mid 80s. And struggling with some health issues uh, big time. And I look at him and I go, man, I don't want to, I'm scared, whether it be mental issues, whatever. And all that stuff now, I just decided to make a change. Just, I don't care if I, I don't really care how I look. Um, and thank you for making, building my ego up and telling me I look good <laughs> and my Tim Jurette t-shirt. Yes, I love it. it but yeah, there you go. There I you go. It, I did it because I want to be on this earth for a long time. Um, I'm ready for the next chapter when God calls me, but I want to be the healthiest me I can be. And uh, so we, we we decided to make some changes and we do a variety of things. Obviously diet. We went and saw Jeff Delaney here locally with Nuviva and his tea clinic for men, make men great again. I'm on a program with them. Um, he monitors my blood work every couple, couple months. Um, I go train at 45. I go do me and my wife go for long walks every weekend. Um, I swim. We just, we stay active. And then on top of that, we try to eat at least most of the time pretty good food and watch what we drink. And then last but not least, one of my best friends, Gary Brecka, who was just here in town. Yeah, the Gary, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he offers a lot of things for free, like getting up in the morning and taking a cold three-minute shower if you can't afford a cold plunge. So I started doing that for the last year religiously. Um, I follow his podcast and I get little tips every day. And these things are all free. 
I bought a bag of Baja sea salt. I sprinkle that in with some filtered water every morning. I chug that. Just gives you 71 nutrients and minerals in our bodies. I'm set for the you day. You feel the difference. I do feel the difference. Mm-hmm. I go out and walk the dog outside, even though it's a little soggy, a little cold this year so far. I walk barefoot on the surface of the earth. I ground for about five or six minutes, come back in, um, and then hit the gym. So, And then we do breath work. So just simple things you can do for free. Deep breaths. Walking out, getting getting that first sunlight. You can walk outside even for 15, 20 minutes, letting that first rays of sunlight, 7 30, 8 a.m. hit your face. If you gotta go to work by then, you can't do it, it's okay. But on weekends, you can. So all those things, a three-minute cold shower in your shower is absolutely free. Um, I recommend you do it. It's just a great stress reliever. And they're little simple things you begin to, to build a routine, a routine, and then all of a sudden a year later, you're like, Man, I'm we're maintaining. So it's good. I haven't fallen back off. So thanks for noticing and and uh, make my head swell up big. <laughs> and the thing about it is, too, is like you're doing all this and you let's talk a little bit about the real estate side, about how we're looking in Naples and you're a top producer for John R. Wood, super reputable company. We've known John. I used to know John very well. From, you know, he used to be on God junior deputies and yep. God, he was a good guy. And uh, I used to drive around that old truck and go, John, I think you probably could get something a little bit more fancier. He goes, I don't know. I love this truck. He loves that old truck. Yeah, that truck. And if you remember that air conditioner, he got the, he didn't even have the air conditioner that came with it. I think he added it on or something installed, but it was like, he he goes, I don't use that. I don't use that. John's just a good guy, right? Good guy. There's some good guys. Him and um, basically Earl Hodges, those two guys in meetings, we used to all have a a blast. Not a lot got done, but they they, they could tell some good stories. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. Those guys were together, junior deputies, and I used to kind of run the meetings. That's awesome. Yeah, but the history and John, everything. Mr. Wood gave so much to this community. Oh my God. So much back. Oh my God. Still does the short, right? short man in stature and his name, huge heart. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he has, yeah, we're 70 some years. His son, Phil still runs a company and I've been blessed, man, to be on the board director for that company now going on, I think 12 years and been with them almost 20. Um, really honored. Just got elected to the hall of fame. Um, nah. and I'm not saying that to brag, but I'm thinking I'm the over, 70 some years i think i was the 32nd person to be inducted into the john or wood hall of fame that was a big honor man yeah. i was really fired up for that yeah. i'm one of those guys i'm a company guy so once i'm with you i'm with you i don't mm-hmm. i don't jump ship real easily um so being with them and learning real estate the right way from guys like mr wood guys like bill earls guys like phil wood um and the list goes on and on i've learned from some of the best and now we're trying to pass that on. But yeah, the real estate market's been a mirage the last four years. You and I have talked. Up, down. Um, a lot of these newer agents that have been in, gotten in the business the last four years, I'm just telling you guys, you are in for a rude awakening. But those of us that have been here for a long time, we know the ups and downs. We know the short sales. We know the foreclosure market. Market's up, market's down. The good news is we live here in a, in a place everybody wants to move the to. The sun comes up. And the sun comes up. So I've only had a couple really tough transactions in my entire almost 20-year career. And they always involve this guy named Tim Jarrett, the other <laughs> realtor. <laughs> But we got I remember. Through. I remember we had the. We never came to blows. I remember. Up. I remember we had the, uh, the the pump truck came on the driveway one time. And you called me like, "What well, the pump truck was?" I go, "I did not order the yeah. pump truck." And you were like, "You fired up." I was and fired because up. I got your your uh, seller was he was oh my he God. was pretty I, anal my, about my, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I'm like, I, I go, I didn't have the pump truck come on there, Pat. We were laughing on the phone and like you we got calm, it all worked were, out. Hey, I said that joke. You were calm, cool, collected, man. <laughs> We did several deals together. It was always a smooth transaction. Yeah, and, and Jay's great too. He's, yeah, Jay, he's yeah. good. Like, hey, talk to Jay. So that's yeah, good. Exactly. Jay's like 
He's great. I got a great team, man. Kara, Kara Heaslip, Jay Campbell. I got Lena Ayers. I got Lena's Karen, super nice too. Karen Kale. Yeah. And of course, I got the, the hammer, Lisa D. Yeah. And then we got a new one on the, my wife who's Le- behind the scenes, the boss. She keeps you in line. And Lisa then we got does. Kim Comsera, who's so new nice to our too. team. So we're blessed, yeah. man. Uh, one, one last thing. We're, we're going to wrap it up here just in a second. But, um, you know, how does Naples continue to thrive in the way it is and and still try to remain unique and charming. And I think we've done a really pretty good job of it, but we know that the future and you can't, my daughter lives in Nashville and she, she works at YSL and she sees a lot of these wow. people coming in and, Love you know, it's Keith Urban was there yesterday and uh, Jason Aldean, his wife come in and all those people. And they, and they all know Naples they are like, they know Naples. They would, come here but it used to be when she used to work in those places and we mentioned naples yeah kind of everybody knows naples and there's people and you know they live here they don't really tell anybody they live here yeah um you know we've gotten a little infamous yeah um tell us how we how we we balance that thriving with keeping it nice when the today show you know during covid aired that secret video of see the table yeah, that's how a lot of people. That's that's millions of people. Everybody comes down. I love the it. rest of the world was locked down, and then they showed this hidden video. Someone walked in with a hidden camera, and showed everybody smiling, having a ball. Not where, where not all, not all were not wearing masks. Right, like right. Alfie says, you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Right, we're not going to stop you. If masks work, then you should wear a mask. You should be fine. But anyway, <laughs> we didn't follow the green arrows. We Alfie didn't make anybody get vaccinated. Alfie didn't make everybody wear a mask. He wanted you to have your own freedom. To be make yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. And this Today Show video, you know, went viral all around the world. Millions of views. And, of course, that showed a lot of people. What happened during COVID with Florida was a lot of people up in different states goes, I want to live that lifestyle because they're still living their lives. They're living free. They're still going to work. If they have health issues or they have a loved one at home who's scared of COVID, they they you take precautions, right? My mom and dad take precautions in their eighties, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the overreach of the federal government and a lot of these states telling their people you had to stay locked down, you couldn't open your business, you couldn't, you had to follow the green arrows at Publix, walking down the cereal and mayonnaise aisle. Meanwhile, everybody's touching the same jar of peanut butter with the same hands. Just insanity. Now, we know in hindsight now that was all overblown and they've started to admit a lot of these things were just made up and they weren't even scientifically proven. We don't, I don't, we don't need to pat on the back. Alfie doesn't want to pat on the back. I feel sorry for a lot of people that were forced into doing things and making decisions that they didn't want to do, but they were forced to for their job. They were forced to right, or, or right. forced out of the military mm-hmm. if they didn't get the jab. And I'm not saying I'm against or for the jab. I chose not to get the jab. But I think people should have a choice and not be forced. So what happened in Florida, especially in Naples, that's why we became famous and infamous, is because we kind of led the charge. I always, at the start of every Patriot show at See the Table, Packed House, and you've been to those, I would start off by saying, I think See the Table was ground zero for their Freedom Town USA movement. Um, the fact that we've got a Mockley and migrant farm workers and just great families from all different nationalities out there, 30 miles away. The fact that we've got thousands and thousands of unbelievable fertile farm areas that Alfie grows and other farmers grow some of the greatest organic nutrient dense vegetables and fruits anywhere in the world within our county. The fact that we've got the swamplands and the Everglades and all that cool stuff. And the fact that we've got some of the most expensive real estate in the, in, in the free world with the greatest beaches, the cleanest beaches. 
you start putting all those things together, puzzle pieces, there's really no other place like this anywhere in, in America or the world. We have the best of both. And the, and the greatest thing I love about Naples and Collier County, you've seen it. You mentioned it when you said the outpouring. If I ever had to be a law enforcement officer, which I give you guys so much respect, I would love to be oh, a law enforcement officer in great. Collier County because you do. People respect you. They appreciate you. They thank you for putting your life on the line every day. Same thing with our firefighters. Same thing with our EMS. All of our first responders get treated like like what they should be. They get put. There there are really true legends down here, and you were one of them. And thank you for doing that. Um, and I think people like that vibe. They come down here every time I see people walking in and see the table. I see them walking down Fifth Avenue. I see them walking what used to be Naples Pier that will reopen one day. There's a hey, how you doing? There's a Midwestern kind of feel. Doesn't mean you don't lock your house at night. Doesn't mean that you don't lock your cars. We're not there yet, but we're relatively safe. Thanks to Sheriff Rambos, Jim Bloom, and all of our Cuyahoga County Sheriffs. Um, and we just have that it that people in Nashville and people in New York and people in Maryland and people in DC and everywhere else around the people from California, they want a piece of that. And what we saw was a migration here to the state of Florida. Thanks to our governor, Ron DeSantis. And thanks to people like Alfie and people like you and people like Dan Kowal and Rick LaCastro and all these Tim Mogier and Jerry Rutherford for stand, taking a stand for us, the people, we, the people taking a stand for their kids, taking a stand for our, our political and medical freedoms, um, taking a stand. Our sheriff stands up and goes, hey, I'm never going to go out arrest people for not wearing masks or going out on the beach when the when the county tried to say, hey, we're going to be locked, yeah. locked down. Yeah. He was never going to arrest people for telling businesses to lock down their businesses. So I just love that, that we have that. We got to work through some growth issues, yeah, which is I mean, very common, but yeah. we, I know we can work through yeah, it. We're there. And that goes back to great leadership. So we have common sense, conservative, open-minded leadership, fair, honest, full of integrity, guys like Tim Jarrett. That's why I know in my heart you're going to win, and I'm going to keep telling the world and everybody in this county to vote for you between now and August. It's a big election. Man. It That's is. an important spot. Just like our county commissioners, our school board members, they're all critical. So whatever I can do for you between now and then, I'm hoping everybody watches this podcast. Trust me when I tell you, I don't want to lose my undefeated streak. So we're wearing the Tim Jurek shirt. I've worn it proudly before. I'll keep wearing it through the election and after the election at the uh, celebration party. Make sure you follow and you support and make a donation to Tim Jurek for Cuyahoga County Supervisor of Elections. We need him. Let's keep our town on the right track. Let's keep our town great. Patrick, I can't thank you enough for coming in. It's so fun. You believe we've actually been on here for like 45 minutes. Right? Love it, it's just great. We have a I good time. And, and listening to you and your passion and, and what you've done in the community and, and, and everything that you continue to do That's and right. you inspire people to do, it's it's amazing. So, again, thank Back you so action. much. Yeah, Back love it. Back to your staff, your team. Yeah. Diana's great. Thanks producer. to 239 yeah. Uncensored, yeah. man. You all yeah. need to check out this show. This is awesome. All right. 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we are out. Do a little uh, fist bump. Have a good weekend, Patrick. I'll see ya. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.